Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi hey guys. guys. <laughs> welcome back to another episode. We have a fun little um, this or that holiday edition again, and then we're doing a questions episode. I really like these. I feel like you guys do too. So I feel like we had a really good response from the last one. So we wanted to do kind of like a part two because we did have another. Well, I guess for our first episode, we just had a long list and then we were like, yeah. wait a second, this is going to take way too long. So mm-hmm. we ended up cutting it in half and saving the rest of the questions for a different episode. So now we are doing part two. And these are really good questions. But yes, let's do our... Okay, so instead of influence this week, because we're just both kind of stumped, um, (laughs) our influences are just kind of like have been the same things lately, I feel like. It's just like what's really working for us. So we've Mm -hmm. been loving those things we've said in the past episodes. So this week we decided because it's the holiday season, I just feel like, you know... The, the air, you know what I mean? How the air oh just gosh, feels yes. different. I, it's like crisp and like happy yeah. and holly jolly. That's how I I just feel. got back from – oh, I forgot to put this on my story. Um, I just got back from going to look at Christmas lights with Josh oh and Kylo. Gosh. That's like our favorite thing to do right now. We just went to a really good street. Oh, my God. Cute. So I'm in the holiday spirit. (laughs) Yes. And, like, Christmas sweaters and all that. So we figured we would do a this or that holiday edition. We just picked five things really quick to go over because we know this episode is probably going to be a long one because we love talking about these topics. So we'll just, like, dive into the first one. Okay. So the first one is red or green. I feel, I feel like, like so obvious. Yeah, obviously. I feel like me, red, you, green. Exactly. I feel like so you guys funny. would know. You guys know us. Like, and like we're you know so I would not be caught dead in red ever. <laughs> we literally like always have – like when we shoot, it's so funny because like I will be coming out in like this full pink outfit and then Alyssa's like in – sparkly, this, feathered, yeah, pink shiny. And Alyssa's like, like sleek neutrals. Yeah, all black. It's funny. Yin, yin and yang. It yeah, works. so honestly, <laughs> I have been loving green so much lately, and I just yeah, feel like really the good, earthy tone greens really just resonate with me in yes. my earthy self, you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> Capricorn self. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. yeah, I like them both, but I feel like just red is fun. Red is I fun I feel like you haven't different. done green lately. I, yeah, I have not. So, yeah, maybe it'll come back, but for now... For now, it's pink. It's red, ladies. And pink. pink. Yeah, pink is a new red. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Okay, so the next one is hot cocoa or apple cider? <gasps> These questions are so chuggy, but, like, we got to do it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> hot cocoa. But, like, also, Trader Joe's apple cider is so bomb. So, like, I love Trader Joe's apple cider. But, but you had to have one. I know. Okay, fine. Hot cocoa. Okay. What about you? Okay. I'm <laughs> apple cider. I'm not like a huge fan of hot drinks. Like I don't ever really get anything hot. Like I am that person drinking an ice drink in the middle of winter because I don't like hot drinks. And the only mm-hmm. hot drink I will drink is apple cider. Oh, wow. And like hot tea if I'm sick. Yeah. But like by choice, it would be apple cider. Otherwise, whatever I'm drinking is iced. Yeah. 
That makes sense. I love apple so. cider too. So good. And I like want to love hot chocolate, but like I feel like I burn my tongue every <laughs> single time. It is not a good experience. It's not pleasant. It never has been. Like I'm as a screaming. kid growing up, <laughs> like I can't. That's literally me on a daily basis because I'm the most impatient person ever. And so if I have a hot drink, like I do all the tricks like I blow right before I I drink and like still too much comes out like I yeah it's not for me I feel like I've burned off like a good amount of my mouth so I'm used to it (laughs) I just maybe I never got to that point so yeah maybe not maybe okay okay so the next one is gift giving (laughs) or gift receiving um I feel like it's probably the same but I'm a gift receiver I wish I was a gift giver (laughs) I like giving gifts but I feel like it stresses me out to the point where I like I don't know I'm like I get stressed like I want it to be like a perfect gift and then it stresses me out so I like procrastinate it and then it's like I don't even know yeah but well yeah I feel like is gift receiving like from yourself does that count or like <laughs> yeah honestly it's it's every type because I feel like people I yourself. love gift giving even though I buy Cute. gifts for myself all the yeah. time but like I just love gift giving like like creating this cute little package like for Andrew's family normally for yeah, the holidays well that, like actually. we go to the farmer's market and we get them like all the cute little San Diego things like the little honey bears there we're get, we'll get them like a bag of the almonds that are like flavored we'll get them some tea like just a it's, cute curated so cute. little box of like farmer's market San Diego goodies for them that they like wouldn't have where they live and like if we can ship it in time depending on what the ship times are we'll get we'll add like an avocado or something I don't That's know such if it, a if good it like, idea, gets there in time so I love doing that or like people's like graduation gifts like oh yeah you're them, like really a good sweat at gift set giving, for their actually. new college and like just like the notebooks and the pencils oh I just love like yeah. curating like <laughs> little goodie boxes I love people. that it's so That's fun so cute yeah and like one day I want to be like really rich and like gift like all my girlfriends like a fabulous trip to Paris and like pay for everything you know what I mean like first class flights and a nice hotel matching Cartier ring exactly that's like the ultimate goal but until then my little gift boxes will will do do. but I love gift giving yeah so you are very good at it so okay on to the next one the, is this like okay I'll say it and then I have a question so okay that was my question okay okay the Grinch or Elf okay uh I feel like the Grinch for me because I grew up watching it like every Christmas with my aunts and it was like so fun but Elf is so good too but I have to say the Grinch I'm gonna have to say the Elf I love this for us. <laughs> the we're literally the opposite on everything I know I um, know but That's I just feel like so funny. the Elf like Elf is like so classic and iconic i feel like except for the like tea that came out this year on the reason like why they didn't do elf 2 was because he he said that he like didn't feel like it could live up to elf 1 and he didn't want to like disappoint people but like he's made bad movies before so i don't get it and like he turned down the paycheck and everything but the grinch i just like didn't really like Whoville. Is that what it is? What? Why? 
I like love Cindy Lou Who. I'm like, oh my god, what? A I mean, she's cute, but like, I, I didn't know. like who. The Grinch's energy so <laughs> is just I like just didn't really throws me Grinch. off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's definitely like a weird energy. You're just like, come but... on, man, like. Just, like, stay in hiding for Christmas if you don't like it. Like, you don't have to ruin it for everybody. I'm literally dying. Like, what? <laughs> Alyssa uh, thinks long and hard about these things. So, yeah. Just stay in hiding, okay? <laughs> like, don't... I know don't, it's a like, weird concept, it. but it's just so... I don't know. Obviously, it has a good Nostalgic, ending, whatever. Yeah. It's super cute. But if I had to pick one or the other, I just, yeah. like, love the elf because I think it's just... Yeah. It's, like, funny. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah, I know. It's so funny and it's very cute. So, okay. And then last one (laughs) is home for the holidays or traveling. I've like never traveled for the holidays. I'm always home. It's never worked out, but you are traveling. (laughs) I'm traveling, but I honestly would rather be home for the holidays. Yeah. Like, I just feel like you want to like relax and just soak everything in. I want to be home. I want to sit in front of my fireplace, cuddle with my dogs, watch Christmas movies, drink apple cider. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But like, because our families are literally all, like, I guess your family is like all in San Diego. Yeah. Which makes it easy. Mm -hmm. But like, our families are like literally everywhere. So it's like we have to go see all of them. But. I feel like next year I'm gonna like put my foot down and be like I'm not going anywhere I'm staying here do it do it early on so so yeah okay that is a wrap for our this or that holiday edition that was actually really fun we literally okay I picked (laughs) these like or yeah I just like put these down we didn't even talk about it like the fact that we were opposite on all of them is just really funny (laughs) so funny Okay, Okay. let's move into the questions. Okay, diving in to our most frequently asked questions, part two, we're going to do five more questions. This episode, we did five questions on the last episode, so if you didn't listen to that one yet, go check it out. I think it might be our most listened to. Yeah. I don't know. I might have read the analytics wrong because I was on my phone and not the desktop, but I feel like that one is like one of our top episodes. Yeah. I think so. So, yeah, definitely go give that one a listen. But, okay, so first question is, what are some top things to prioritize as a micro-influencer to grow? Wow, that's a good question. Yeah, I remember, like, I think we talked about this in Clubhouse, but obviously, okay, so we have, like, a few written down. Like, I would say, like, content is probably the I think content would be the most important because that's how you're going to grow your following. Yeah. Really paying attention to like what other people are doing and like what is working, not copying them, but like I feel like it's good to have an idea of what is trending and we've talked about that before. Like kind of just putting your own spin on what's trending. So like that can mean locations, like certain types of lighting, like if it's golden hour lighting because golden hour is really popular in the summer, but right now it's not. So things like that are very important um and also will help you get reposted on like brands yeah I definitely think 
quality is like so important because I know you like you'll see like some really amazing content creators who have like a really small following but they get a Mm -hmm. lot of work because their content is so good that brands will like reach out to them for content creation and with content creation your following doesn't matter so it's like you really want to focus on the content because like you just said like people are going to follow you if you have really good like inspiring content and people will most likely share it on their stories or save it as inspo and then that'll help kind of boost you in the algorithm and hopefully hit explore so that's always good and then when brands like repost you that's another opportunity to get in front of a different audience that will potentially Mm -hmm. help you grow as well so even if you are smaller your content is still important because I don't know. I feel like the algorithm is always changing. So like growth can be easy one week and really hard the next. And so it's like, I guess I don't really focus on that as much. I more focus on just like the content you're putting out Mm -hmm. and eventually you'll grow, I think, because I guess you have to ask yourself, like, what's your goal? Like, are you trying to like, I feel like the end goal for content, you know, is to have an income, yeah and so if you have really good quality content like you'll get that income through brand um, content creation and then that can potentially lead into actual collaborations and all that as well yeah so definitely yeah content for sure and then in terms of like reaching out to brands I would say that's also should be a priority is like you reaching out like pitching yourself and not waiting for brands to land in your inbox you know yeah like oh I really want to work with so-and-so it's like okay well great go pitch them you know what I mean yeah and it's I feel like it's easy to feel like you're comparing numbers or if you feel you know you're just getting started and you feel like you're not going to get a response or whatever like you're not worthy enough quote-unquote yeah. then it's not going to happen for you because you really – I feel like this is the time that you have to be, like, heavily pitching yourself. And, like, also practice makes perfect. So definitely reach out. And if you don't get a response, like, that's fine. Just keep following it. Keep following up. Um, and I don't know. You have to get it out there. And honestly, a lot of people, a lot of brands are collaborating, I feel like, with smaller influencers, like, a lot. So – yeah, and I was definitely changed. I remember too when I was smaller and like with pitching, I would like practice on brands that like I didn't really want to work with, but that would come in my inbox. I would just practice like yeah. what to say and like how to ask for budget. And like they're probably going to say no, which is fine, but at least you get in the habit of asking and how you want to word totally. it. And like, and then when like the time actually comes when there is a brand you're really interested in and you want to make something work, then you have, you know, confidence behind your email when asking for budget or asking for that collaboration. Mm -hmm. So I remember doing that a few times. Yeah. And I feel like it just also, it'll help you not get taken advantage of brands because like, um, re our last episode, but I feel like it's so easy to be a pushover when you're first starting and like you're not pitching as much. Like you kind of right. like will take not the best deals. So I don't know. Just practice. Practice makes perfect with that. Yeah, it just it. Yeah, I totally think with pitching, 
like that just comes with time like I feel like now we yeah. don't even like bat an eye when we get an email we're like great what's your budget whereas like, yeah before, literally be like, and it took a should while I ask, like should I not ask like what if they say no what if they ghost me like all those thoughts fly into your head but now because we've practiced so much it's like I honestly don't care if they like don't I have a budget like, I know like I do not have time to talk then to you we're like, not aligned <laughs> our energies are not aligned yeah we are so. not energetically aligned if you do not have budget for me thank you <laughs> so yeah once you get into that mindset I think it makes it a lot easier but it does take time to get there and a lot of practice so it definitely did not come easy at all like I remember I would sit and start an email and be like oh my gosh I need to like respond immediately so I don't lose out on this opportunity but what do I say like am I do I yeah. want to say yes to gifting do I want to ask if they have budget and then maybe they say yes maybe they say no or like what if they just ghost me but I really want to work with them literally it was this toxic cycle of this conversation in my head I know staring I remember, at an email I remember doing the same thing because like we always think oh my gosh like I want to ask for budget but if what if they ghost me after like that was always like the biggest thing for me that's like what held me back from asking um for budget like I was just like nervous yeah. that they wouldn't respond or whatever but don't know why I like it's not a good match if right you know they don't want to pay you for your work that's like it's so crazy I know <laughs> like, but it's just crazy to see like where that. we've like come from and I know, where the industry totally. has come from too like things are getting so much better and like brands are having budget so that's really nice but we've all yeah. definitely been there and like pitching is intimidating Absolutely. but you're really never going to get anywhere if you don't pitch so it's kind of like you have to get over that fear that hump and just keep pushing yourself if this is something you really want and you really want to make it happen yeah so um and then oh go ahead oh yeah I was just gonna save the next one which is engaging this is like very important very 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 important to focus on honestly like with content I feel like this is the second most important thing to like focus on because yeah engaging and like building your community is so important obviously early on that's how you grow your following but focusing on like your current following and then building those relationships finding new people from I would find new people from people's comments like similar accounts to mine like I would like literally go through their comments see who's engaging with them and then do the same thing back and I feel like that's a pretty way to pretty good way to go obviously make sure it's not just because they're engaging with this person like make sure you actually like their content and stuff but it's a good way to like find people in this like I don't know industry and like people who are supportive and commenting on other people's stuff but yeah engaging is very important and we talk about this a lot like it shocks us well like not anymore Mm -hmm. but it still kind of shocks us when like bigger accounts like literally don't respond to their comments at all and it's just like Mm -hmm. so crazy because I know we try really hard to respond to as much as we can especially within that first hour and we both genuinely think like there is like a like correspondence in terms of like that engagement that post gets so and like I had one post where I posted and then we drove to LA so I didn't even get to engage on it at all and like I had this like guilty feeling I was like oh my gosh I didn't I know, get a like, chance to like so go rude. back and like I feel rude when I do yeah that. I just like I'm so grateful for everyone yeah, who's commenting absolutely. I like want to like respond to them and then go comment on their post as well too yeah. and I think people really appreciate it like I'll have like girls be like oh my gosh like thank you so much for commenting on my post like that is so nice and I was like wow like 
my yeah, comment like, that took me five seconds to type like made someone happy and like if you can do that like why wouldn't you I don't know but yeah. we see girls who are like you know over that 100k mark who literally have like 20 comments and they don't respond back to any of them and I'm just like I don't get but then, it then like you we also like notice that their engagement goes down a lot yeah and which is fine but it's like there's clearly like a correlation here right but I don't know and it's like you're literally only like able to do what you're doing because of your audience so it's like the least you could do is like thank them by at least acknowledging their comment with a like or even responding back I don't know that's like my point of view on it and I will forever always be trying to respond to as many comments as possible always like in my downtime that's like what I do for fun um, I know, I just, like, like, love talking same. to people and connecting and, like, I don't Thanking know. Thanking them. I just yeah. love it. But I wrote this little statement down because I thought of it and I was like, this is really good. Um, So I just, like, always remind myself of this is, like, you don't want to lose what you have by chasing what you don't have. Like, if you're so that. focused on finding a bigger audience and newer audience and you're not fostering the relationships with your current audience and they're eventually going to leave you because they don't have that connection anymore so like all that growth you're going to get is going to be like either negative still or just like neutral like no like net positive or Mm -hmm. like net loss like because those people will be leaving while you're working so hard to find this new audience instead of just like fostering the relationships you currently have and building those into like long-term like followers I guess and like people who are very like invested in you and your story and who like shop your links and all that so I feel like yeah just make sure you don't forget about your current audience because I think that's honestly like more I think I can't remember but I think in sales it like I took a couple sales classes in college and I just remember them talking about like it's better to like focus on your current customer base because like going for a new customer base is really expensive and the Mm -hmm. your retention rate is so important so if you're losing and losing it's like not worth gaining that new customer base if you can't hold on to your current one because it it costs a lot of money that way for brands so that's kind of something I've always remembered in my like business like mindset I guess I don't know what you would call it but yeah, so it's a good one to have. Just like summarizing the top things for micro influencers to prioritize for growth is content, engaging, and reaching out to brands. I feel like those are three really good places to put your focus, especially if this isn't yeah. full time and you have a full time job you have to focus on as well. Like these are really good places to start. Exactly. Okay. That was a good question. Yeah, On to that the was. next one. Okay. So how to find a good shoot location and is it always planned? Okay. We, going back to the trends, um, I feel like it is trends very important. Trends are so important. Yeah. Like they're so important, but I want to emphasize like every time I say this, like the trends are not something you just copy. Like you have to like take the trend and like morph it into your own. So right now, like for fall winter, I feel like the trend location, the location trend is always like city girl vibes, parking garage, like industrial, like city, like walls, cool walls. That's like the vibe. And then in the summer, it's like beachy frolicking, like, you know, cottage core that type of thing so right now 
we have like two solid spots that we shoot at and literally so good they've been working so well for us like we never want to shoot anywhere different honestly like we just like love our spots and I feel like they're so versatile like the spots that we do have like there's so many different angles we can shoot in to not make our feed look so similar I guess like I feel like we do a really good job of like switching it up so you can't actually tell we literally only shoot in like two spots or two areas um but yeah they I would say they actually are always planned um whether it looks like it or not the goal is to make it not look like it's planned right totally like I think you want to have a plan because if you don't then you'll kind of just waste time you'll be frustrated and especially with like daylight savings like we don't have a lot of light like we start shooting or like plan to shoot around like one two o'clock and then by Mm -hmm. the time it's like four o'clock we like lose the good light so it's like we're pretty like aware of the timing and everything and always have a plan because like because we know that like the main locations we shoot at we can plan our outfits that way and then we just kind of know and then we just like boom 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 get it all done and batch content so and back onto like the whole like city girl trend thing I feel like even if you're like oh well I don't live in a big city or I don't really have that where I live like I promise you you can find it like yeah we so we live in San Diego and we have a downtown but like it's not like New York vibes at all like the buildings are so different yeah like a lot of them are red brick and I do not know why so many of them yeah there's red brick everywhere downtown but we literally have found like the one or two spots that look like it through like a picture Mm -hmm. like if you saw the whole thing you would be like oh that's not city vibes but like yeah what we're capturing in the image that part of the building makes it work so it's like you have to be really creative and find something that you like that works for you and like make it that vibe if that makes sense like it took us a while to kind of do that yeah and I feel like even if it's not if the location is fully not beautiful but you could do like a three-quarter half body shot on the beautiful part like just I don't know thinking about the different angles you could get somewhere and it doesn't have to be like a stunning location if it you can make it look good in your photo that's all that matters if that makes sense right so I would just like right now if you're trying to think of like where to shoot I would say find like a I feel like Paris Parisian chic vibes are just what everyone wants to see right now so like if you could find a building of any kind with like that kind of like neutral vibe like we love a pillar (laughs) yeah go okay guys this is the secret right here I'm gonna share it with you go to like your state or city or whatever the law buildings government buildings like Mm -hmm. the courts the jails literally the jails yeah the courts um usually what's oh the libraries what else do we yeah 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 I think that's the main ones like courthouses law buildings libraries I I feel like jail the jail in San Diego for some reason is aesthetic I doubt that it's aesthetic everywhere (laughs) I'm actually positive when everyone is on the same page getting things done at work is easy No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 
96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. It's not yes. go look. Like, just go to Those your are the downtown. places you wouldn't expect. And they yeah. always tend to have, like, really good steps, really good pillars, mm-hmm. really good lighting. So yeah. that's the secret. Go try it. Let us know if we that We literally, works. you guys, <laughs> we shoot sometimes in front of the bankruptcy building downtown. That's in a- facing the jail. So all the, all the, the jail, jail mates can look out their windows and watch us. It's actually, like, so random and funny. Like, yeah. Just, like, two little girls, like, frolicking, taking photos while people are, like, literally... Uh, filing it's, bankruptcy. Yeah, okay. filing for bankruptcy. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I feel like those are good spots to look out for. Definitely, like, that neutral Parisian vibe. Is what and we I love. think ooh and street to, street oh yeah 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 that's what I was say yeah so. yep the little crosswalk shots are really good too I think those are usually pretty easy to find so try those out as well and I think they do mm-hmm. well because it's more of like a in motion photo where you're not just like yeah. standing there it's like you look like you're actually moving or doing something so I think people really like that as well yeah definitely more candid and then in terms of just being planned I think. Like, we don't really plan that much anymore just because we have our spots. But I think if you're just driving around and you see something you like, write it down or maybe take a picture so you can remember yeah. to maybe, like, check it Pan out later location. on, like, your route next time you go to shoot. Because we've done that a few times. I feel like there's this one spot I want to keep going to, but we always drive by it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that spot. So yeah. always do that, too, and that'll help you save time so you don't actually have to spend a day, like, location scouting or something. Yeah. We definitely, like, I don't think we ever shoot now without a plan on where exactly we are going to be shooting. I feel like that was a thing a few years ago. Like, I'd just be like, oh, like, I want to go to, like, Wind and Sea and see what's around. Like, that does not work, and you'll just get really frustrated. Maybe if you're shooting one thing, that would be fine. But, like, if you're trying to, like, get a lot done, like, that, it does not work. And if you don't want a location scout, like, in person, you could literally go on the map and just go, like, put the map to your downtown area and just, like, do satellite mode and look around because I feel like that would be super helpful. That's smart. (laughs) But, I like that. Okay, cool. So that's that on shooting locations. Oh, last thing that I have is don't gatekeep. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not the only person who lives in your city. Like, it's not a secret. And it's like, who cares if people are posting at the same place? Like, I don't know. Like, you guys have probably different audiences and you're not wearing the exact same thing. So, yeah, don't gatekeep. And, like, chances are, if, like, someone is asking you for a location, you might want one of their locations later down the road. So, it's, like, if you don't help them out, why are they going to help you out? So, I think just being never want to burn a bridge or, like, be rude in this industry because you just never know. People talk. (laughs) And, yeah, people talk, so... But yeah, that goes okay. into our next question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, what a great segue. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, this is kind of a funny question, but it's, have you ever had a bad experience with other influencers, um, like, in terms of them being rude or clicky? I feel like, okay, so there's not, like, too much tea in San Diego, but, like, we do watch on the gram, (laughs) and we notice girls who are, like, stop hanging out with each other after being, like, BFFs forever, and, like, Mm -hmm. they don't even, they, like, follow each other, and it's just, like, very interesting. We, like, send it to each other, and we're, like, wait. Yeah. Like, like are they not, not friends, friends anymore? anymore? They're not following each other. But obviously, we don't know the tea, but... Yeah, we're just invested. But <laughs> Yeah. We just watch. But I don't... In San Diego, honestly, we have, like, the most amazing community. Truly. Like, I don't... Oh, my gosh. I love it here. It's, like, crazy. Like, I mean, obviously, in LA and, like, bigger areas, like, you have so, so many people. Like, obviously, there's going to be something like different there's so many different groups like micro macro influencers celebrity like you know so but in san diego i feel like it's just like really chill but that's the overall vibe of san diego everyone's friendly everyone's friends like super sweet people very welcoming um so in san diego no but one time i did have a really interesting experience with an influencer Oh my gosh. Uh, it was so weird like I came out with a filter and I thought it was so cute I thought it was so on brand for me it was very like this isn't San Diego by the way this oh is yeah like, no, no, no. we've moved on I don't I feel like I should say yeah that. yeah this was like a very random situation like very specific to me and I like came out with this filter and this girl like dm'd me and told me that I essentially was copying her and that she was like very uncomfortable with like the filter itself and the name of it and it was just like Mm -hmm. so interesting it was in that time period when like people thought they like um created low exposure and like yeah like that was like their thing and I'm like literally anyone can like edit their photo like that I don't understand but like she like sent this whole paragraph to me and it was just very like mean girl and just like I didn't Mm -hmm. understand the point of her message and I let her know I was like hey like I look up I looked up to you as like inspo like love your content but like this is my filter and how I created it and like these are the differences like mine has like like I don't know mine had like a little bit blurring on it and it was a little more warm and hers was like just more grainy and dark and like Mm -hmm. It was just so weird to me and like the name she like wanted me to change the name of it like it was it was just like not cool I feel like and like yeah I don't know it's like if you go into like, the you filter like section and you search a word like so many filters come up like you don't own yeah. words you don't own exposure like it's just so crazy to me and we have completely different audiences you guys she has like over 100,000 followers so I and like at the time I think it was at like maybe 30k or something and I was like yeah can you like like, leave me and my 30k audience alone please like I don't understand what where this is coming from so I just kind of like lost respect for her to be honest Mm -hmm. as a creator because I was like that is not the kind of community I would want to foster and that's I would never talk to a follower like that yeah I would like maybe ask them questions but like I don't know it was just so weird well, yeah and, I was like very accusy I feel like yeah and this is like the same person who was like gatekeeping locations and who would like call people out for like shooting at the same locations in public areas and I'm like 
okay, we don't own locations. I don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't agree with this. So yeah, that was just, like, probably the one experience that I've had. But, like, it really didn't bother me. I did not take my filter down. I did not change its name. I yeah. literally unfollowed her and moved on because I was like, I don't need this negativity in my life. So exactly. It was just yeah, that was like so I unexpected. Like I was shook when I got that DM. Yeah, I was very shook for you, too. I don't think I've ever seen something like that like I've definitely not experienced I haven't experienced anything like that and yeah I don't know I don't think it's that common that was just like a very weird very weird encounter but yeah for the most part that doesn't really happen and I'm glad it's only one experience honestly yeah um I feel like we yeah we don't really have a lot of bad experiences I feel like if we had to, I don't know. I feel like it was something that I think about is like if where you go to an event and like a ton of people are there, obviously like you have your girls, like your girlfriends and like clicks right. or whatever there. I, I would say that there's definitely like clicks at events, but you can kind of like see the vibes and like who's like willing to talk to each other and stuff. And usually everyone's like very willing to mingle and stuff, but like you will have like those occasional girls who just like, they don't want to talk to anyone new or anything. They don't want to say hi or anything like that, but it's all like harmless. I don't know. They could be shy too. Uh, Yeah. I think for me, I like at events, I just like have this expectation that people are going to be so like super friendly and super nice and just come up and talk to you and then when that doesn't happen you're like oh well why didn't they say anything but then I kind of like put myself in their shoes or just like try to just look at the situation like big picture and then you realize like would you go up to someone and say hi so like yeah and I feel like too a lot of people have like social anxiety so it's like give them Mm -hmm. the benefit of the doubt because everyone is struggling with it and going to events especially by yourself is really hard like to begin with so I don't know right. I feel like we try really hard to go and say hi to people that we know oh, yeah. to kind of like that's break like, the ice yeah that's like our first thing that we do yeah. is like we try to say hi to everyone but we're also I don't know I feel like we're pretty we're like pretty good at networking now and I feel like it doesn't come naturally like it is very scary like yeah. truly was so scared of networking and like saying hi to people like making conversation when you just met someone like it's hard and it's scary so take some practice but it's like a very important skill in this industry I would say but yeah um I mean not but, even like, like once you do it, it with networking. you feel so good yeah and then you're like friends with that person yeah. and you're like and you I'm just so happy I said meet- hi to them yeah and I feel like it's just always fun meeting new people like there's so many girls out there in this industry and it's just so fun making Mm -hmm. more connections and like putting an actual I don't know I love like actually putting a face to the name I mean I would say the name but like you see them on Instagram but like actually like having that like yeah that in-person interaction yeah yeah I agree I think like we're saying like networking is so important and also, like, if you are starting to go to a lot of events, you're probably going to see a lot of the same people going. So it's like you can reach yeah. out to them and be like, hey, like, were you invited to this? Like, do you want to go together? Do you want to meet up mm-hmm. beforehand? Like, things like that. Because for me, like, the hardest part about going to an event alone is walking through the door. Once yeah. I'm in, more likely than not, I will know someone who's there and I can go up and talk to them or I can talk to the brand rep. So I always tell myself, like, okay, 
you're just going to go. You're going to walk in. If you don't see anyone you know or you don't want to be there, you can walk out and leave. And at least you show up. Like, at least you did it. And I've never left. Like, I've always stayed because I've always known someone. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's, like, really hard to push yourself. And especially, like, with COVID and everything, like, the social anxiety is, like, really, really high. But, like, everyone is experiencing that. So it's, like, try to reach out to girls and be like, hey, are you going to this? Oh, my gosh, me too. I'll see you there. Like, do you want to go together? Do you want to carpool? Like, let's meet up. Like, that's how it's easier to go to events, I feel like, because it can be so overwhelming and scary. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. definitely. And I feel like even if you follow, like if you know that you follow someone but you never met them, like just going up and saying like, oh my gosh, like I think I follow you or you blah, blah, blah. And like that's just like your conversation starter. So mm-hmm. yeah. Super easy. So yeah, I think, I mean, thus far in the industry, we've had pretty good experiences. Like we don't, yeah, like there's nothing I can think of off the top of my head besides that filter incident where it was like a I know, bad same. Experience. I'm very glad. I'm very glad. So that I guess we we've just been like very had. lucky, and I think it's just like the San Diego community, or like just the girls that we do know up in LA yeah. and New York and wherever we go. Like people are just like really nice. Yeah, yeah. Ha- Luckily, I haven't encountered anyone who's super like catty or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, good on know. that question. Yeah. Okay. Next question is posting time for reels. I feel like we got a lot of questions about reels. So does yeah does the post uh, time matter or not? Okay, I feel like for me, I have my preferences, but all in yes. all, I don't think there's an actual correlation with how the post does. I will say I do obviously notice um, like for when I post reels during the day, like on a weekend or something in the morning, it will perform better just because I feel like there's that entire day for your audience to see it. But if you post it at night, it's only like a few hours and then there's like a break. I don't know if that like actually makes sense, but that's just like in my head, that's my preference. But during the week, I obviously only post them at night because the post, the actual post like takes priority over that during the week. So yeah, I feel like the same, but if it's like a sponsored reel, then I'll post it during the week like in the morning in the morning during the week but for me like I don't think post time really matters um Mm. I think the most important thing is the audio um because I feel like reels like take off like days to weeks later for me like it could be three weeks later and like an old reel will like start to like grow so it'll be so random so it obviously doesn't matter what time you posted it three weeks ago for it to pop off so right That's now true. I, I truly so true. think it's like the audio is more important but in terms of like routine like you said in preference like during the week I post at night and mm-hmm. then on the weekends if I am gonna post on Saturday I'll post a reel in the morning and that's it otherwise I don't post at all I yeah. think and then Sundays I will post a photo and then potentially a reel but maybe not I don't know but weekdays I'm pretty set on like post in the morning reel at night it's yeah kind of like the the like consistency oh my god consistency <laughs> like plan for myself yeah but yeah so that okay that really answered like night versus day have you ever posted a reel during the day like during the week during the week yeah I have 
I feel like they actually do pretty well, but like, I don't know, sometimes it'll like hit and sometimes it won't and there's just no explanation. So whereas like, you know um, what to expect from a post. Right. It's so interesting. I don't know. I just feel like for me, weekend during the day is like pretty good. And then, um, yeah, at night. So that's the routine for us. Yeah, I think I've just really tried to step up my real game to like once a day during the week Mm -hmm. and then just kind of switching up the content to see like what performs well. So I'm still like testing out all my theories and like types of content, but I don't know. I think for reels, I think just the most important thing is to be doing them because I think that's genuinely how you grow right now. And I think like I'll just kind of sit on the explore reels page if that's what it's called the like reels tab Mm -hmm. yeah and then just kind of scroll there and see what audio I keep hearing because usually you'll hear about the same like six or seven audios yeah and then like saving those and trying to use them I think yeah that's a good good way to go but yeah I I think just like don't hold yourself back from posting reel because you don't know what time to post literally just post it or post it at the time that you would normally post a photo if that makes sense yeah so don't get too hung up on when but just post (laughs) just post you're right like three weeks later usually they will start to gain so weird you're like why how does this happen what is going on i have no idea it's so weird but we don't know but if we did know we would tell you but we don't so we just keep posting into the reels abyss and just see what's, yes, what catches see what catches and i feel like the more you post the more like opportunity or chance you have for totally. one to take off so it's like you're putting like more tickets into the lottery honestly exactly and too like, <laughs> you're, like think you might it. be like oh well it's really hard to create reels but we've talked about this before like when you're out shooting photos like just grab a quick video of you in your outfit because i think we both have noticed that the reels that do really well are like short ones like less yeah. than how many seconds do you say I would say less than seven like but seven. honestly like if you could keep it under like six people yeah low so people literally small just attention like, spans literally just like simple outfit videos holding your coffee drinking your coffee walking sitting whatever just grab those when you are shooting in your outfits and then that way when you go to post a reel you can either like combine all the videos together or you can just like use the one video yeah it's, i don't know that candid vibe is what exactly. works so, it's funny i feel like it took us a while to get there like as literally. a instagram community like no one knew what to post but now it's like okay like this is what we're doing now i really like it because i feel like instagram reels it's i just doable. really love so much more than tiktok because i just feel like Same. tiktok is so like dance vibes comedy like sarcasm mm-hmm. quick wit type stuff and that's like great and all but like we've said this before i just do not feel inspired after scrolling through tiktok and i do feel inspired after scrolling through instagram so i usually will just spend most of my time on instagram scrolling through the reels there and just seeing what people are doing what audios what kind of editing what outfits like things like that and i just like feel like i'm educating myself when i'm on instagram the productive scroll we love instagram reels i really feel like it's like so fashion oriented which i love yeah so um, that's where I'm sticking that's what I'm sticking with so my entire reels feed is Paris videos I don't know why 
Like it, that is all I see is literally Paris videos and then like fashion ones, but like mainly Paris. I see a lot of fashion. I see it like Paris here and there. And then I see like a lot of like, um, at home outfit styling ones, which has been inspiring me because I've been wanting to do more of those too. So yeah, that's really cute. I love it. I love reels. I I love love the productive scroll there. So yeah, yeah, I think that's like our take on reels. Do you have anything else you want to add to that? No, I think that's it. Yeah. If you're not posting reels, here's your sign to do it. Literally here's This is your sign (laughs) right now. Post a reel today. Mm -hmm. So, okay. And then our fifth and final question is where do you get your inspo for posing or like posing trends um I feel like we mainly continue doing poses that work on our pages Mm -hmm. like I I don't know I feel like we used to have a lot of inspo saved like we used to always shoot with a inspo folder saved and ready to go which like we still do but I feel like we mainly know at this point like what our audience likes to see like for instance um we really like when we're sitting having our one knee up I don't I can't really explain that recently yeah like having like one leg I I don't I don't even know how to describe this to you guys but like your knee is up and like you have one leg down so that's like our go-to and you're just like casually sitting on a chair yeah like I don't know why I feel like people just like love to see that especially if you're wearing like a distressed jean um people love to see it so yeah that's I don't know I feel like we kind of learn and see what our audience responds well to and then we keep doing more of that like um for standing though I feel like we kind of are just going with like the casual vibe like walking like there's cool not really, girl like effortless, yeah like, like not right. really thinking like maybe gonna catch a cab go yeah, maybe gonna <laughs> catch a cab like I feel like Instagram poses used to be very very um what's the word like fake like I remember like people I don't know like the whole squatting one where like your leg was out like it was like yes like when are you doing that in real life I know like so we have once again with the posing trends like we have moved away from the heavily posed actual posed but now we're like in the candid pose vibe yeah and that's doing really well I feel like (laughs) I like to go on my explore page again another productive scroll and just see like what people are doing and just like casual like ideas because I I don't know sometimes I do feel like I run out of ideas so I want to like have that inspo just in case I do that way I can look at it for reference really quick so like Pinterest is really great for that too but definitely explore and just some of your favorite creators that you love to follow and like I feel like they're all just so good at posing but then I look back at my like inspo folder with my saved posing and like and we do literally it's so thing. casual and it's like oh I already did this it's like, li- I already yeah did this. it's like, literally it's like a girl standing nothing and we're like, groundbreaking oh, yeah but it's like it still pose. like helps I feel like just like yeah cr- help the creative juices flow when you feel Agreed. stuck but also one of the biggest things is using your own analytics and looking at the saves on your posts because I feel like people are saving your posts for either outfit inspo or posing inspo mm-hmm. if that's the type of photo it is 
And so you can see like in your saves, like which photos are doing the best and like, do you have similar poses? Like what's going well? Like is holding a coffee cup up to your face and like hiding your face behind the coffee cup doing well? Then like, great, keep doing that. Maybe post one of those a week Um, or like sitting with your knee up or I don't even know what else, looking off into the distance. I don't know, walking, whatever's like doing well, like keep doing it because we keep talking about consistency and like how we used to not do that but now it's like if something's working keep doing that because that's what's going to perform and you know it exactly yeah and I feel like we have our like little inspo accounts that we always go and look at I've said Sophia like a million times like yeah like I'm a stalker like hardcore fan but I love Sophia Coelho and I love she's Iris love iris loves unicorns or whatever yeah that's her (laughs) that's her handle by the way but yeah i don't know they're just like so cute i love them oh i like lissy roddy and vitalia is that oh yeah name the canadian yeah and then there's this other girl that i love i think her name is like norena or something like that oh i I think you showed me her recently oh yeah you totally have So those are kind of my inspo gals right now for just posing and outfits in general. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I just feel like the like East Coast slash like European gals get it. Yeah, they so absolutely get it. They're always on the point. Their style. But yeah, I just think like seeing what your explore page, what's on your explore page, seeing what like your audience is like whoever you're following, like if they are bloggers, like what are they posting and just kind of work with that and see like what feels natural to you like you definitely don't want to look too posed yeah you know it's not the vibe anymore yeah so I feel like that's that on posing right anything else I think yeah I think Um, just more candid I think candid is so you can't go wrong yeah I love that wrong with candid I love that yeah I think that's that's it for the questions yeah that was another good ones really good five questions so Mm -hmm. if you didn't listen to our first one we already did the first five questions in a different episode so this is the part two where we answered the rest of the questions we had written down and hopefully Mm -hmm. this helps you guys um yeah i think that's it right i'm like having like a little blank right now (laughs) okay well, yeah. hopefully these tips helped you guys. Um, our DMs are always open, so feel free to message us on our accounts. Say hi. Let us know if these tips worked or if you guys have any questions. We are happy to answer. We also have mm-hmm. our Facebook group that we chat in, and um, it's called The Influence Community. You can just search it and come join our little community where we share tips and tricks and just help each other and other people can chime in too it's not just like the two of us so Mm -hmm. that's always fun and i think that's it right yeah i think that's it thank you guys as always for listening we appreciate you we love you and we'll see you in the next episode see you in the next one guys bye bye Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.